Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries RPG podcast. I'm John and I'm joined by Hannah and we're going to give you our top 10 tips for role-playing online. We know that in the current situation, a lot of people can't actually meet up in person to game. Luckily, there's a lot of different online solutions so that you can still game together. But it can be a bit jarring if you've not done it before. So here are some of our top 10 tips for role-playing online. Obviously, everything that's going on, lots of people have been asking John for how do you role-play online. Uh, quite a lot of people have just been saying to you, oh, is it possible? You're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, John's done this loads and loads and loads. I've literally run one game online for the last two years. I've been doing the most low-tech version of this. John's got fairly into it and understands a few more bits of it. So hopefully we'll be able to help people get into it and people will keep gaming. Indeed, and I think you make a very good point there, and I think that takes us on to our first point. Most importantly of all, be patient with yourself. Like everything in life, gaming online's got upsides and it's got downsides. Don't expect to be like instantly putting out that like critical role level stuff. You're just going to disappoint yourself, and it's really not necessary. And this, in turn, leads us on to point number two. Which is to focus on what's important, which is having a good time. You're getting together with your mates online. You're not there so that you can argue about technical issues yeah. and complain about somebody's audio. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're trying to do this so you can all keep gaming through some challenging circumstances and just to have fun together. So yeah. just, just focus on that and you really can't go far wrong. Keep that forefront of your mind. So point three... Expect the odd technical problem. They will happen, but don't feel like you as the GM have to be like the ultimate technical whiz. So everyone's got different hardware and the internet's under quite a lot of strain at the minute because everyone's trying to get online and do various things. You're going to have the odd issue. People's connection dropping out, people having video or sound issues. Just try and be a bit patient and try not to let these get in the way of the fun. I would advise you either pause the game briefly while you resolve these issues or just continue and then try and bring the person experiencing the issues back up to speed once their connection stabilizes. And you made a good point as well, love where you were saying that like the GM doesn't have to be like the sort of technical yeah. whiz. If one of your players is having technical problems, you can work that into the game sometimes. And the way I've been dealing with it recently is, oh, the player who's the AI often gets technical issues. If that starts happening, the player who's the engineer, who happens to be quite good with technology, hops onto Facebook and helps her fix that. The AI's broken down, the engineer's fixing the computer. It all fits in with the game. And unless something dramatic was happening with their characters at that time, everything just continues as you'd expect it to they can come back into the scene just as if you'd had to answer a phone call in the middle of a normal game. You'd leave the room, you'd come back in in a little bit. Your character wasn't in that scene, so it can continue without you. At the same time, though, if something's going on and you need that player there, you can just sit and wait, make a few jokes with the other players. And again, 
let the person that understands the technology sort it out rather than worrying about that as the GM when you've also got your own game to worry about and all the little changes to your story that you have to make for any RPG. Very true, very true. And as Hannah's saying, given that everyone has different skill bases and different levels of familiarity with technology, if you've got a person who's like a technical whiz in your group, let them do their technical wizardry. Use that resource. You've got that as long as they don't mind doing that. And don't stress yourself out about it when you've got other things you need to be working on. And that brings us neatly to point four, which is only use the programs that you need and that your group is comfortable with. There's lots of different video conferencing solutions out there and virtual tabletops and stuff like that. But really, all you need really is a way to talk to your group. Now, sometimes, especially if you've got people who aren't particularly tech savvy, the more complicated programs can actually get in the way and can be a bit of a barrier your group has to overcome before they can start enjoying the game. Absolutely. This is why I've been using Google Hangouts for my game, because it is very much the lowest common denominator. There's virtually no one who's not got some sort of a device that they can get into Google Hangouts with. Uh, recently, we've found Zoom's been a bit more stable, but yeah. obviously you have to have an account with Zoom that can start the calls yeah, I mean, the, the thing with Zoom is like free accounts are very limited. Now, I in our household, because I'm already, I've already got like the lowest tier of like paid Zoom account because I use the free one for ages and I'm like, I run lots of games. I should probably throw them a few like dollars. So I've got that. And obviously, if Hannah's using my computer to run her game, I'm not using it. So there's no reason she shouldn't use my Zoom account. But Google Hangouts can work perfectly fine, Skype can work perfectly fine. None of these programs are 100% perfect. You, you're always going to have, especially at the minute with the internet being under such strain, you're going to have people who drop out of calls every now and again. Yeah. Their sound gets a bit robotic. They start sounding like that that sort of like weird like auto-tune you get on like yeah. uh, much beloved of um, modern um, pop music. Like I say, my advice would be focus on a simple video conferencing program first. If you want to move on to using virtual tabletops like Roll20 or Fantasy Grounds, mm -hmm. you certainly can do. And I use Roll20 a lot myself, but it's really not necessary at all for you to run a good game online. I know there's quite a few people on the Minecraft multiplayer that I use who use that to run RPGs of some sort, where yeah. they use Discord voice chat and then the Minecraft because it's a setup that all of them can access. That's it. I mean, all, all you really need... The most important thing is for everybody in the game to be able to access whatever it is that you're chatting through. A absolutely right. All you need is something everyone can access and that allows you to have a conversation with each other. That's the bare minimum that you need. Okay, so that brings us on to number five, expect interruptions. When you're gaming online, things are going to happen. There's going to be background noise. Someone's going to get interrupted by a family member or the dog. Uh, and obviously everything that's going on at the moment, there's even more chance of that kind of thing happening. You just have to stay patient with it and that's don't it, yeah. get annoyed. Just every now and again, you're going to have to close a game halfway through the first scene. And the few players that you are still able to chat with, you can just sit back and have a chat and send a quick 
text message to the players that weren't able to attend for whatever reason. Yeah, I it mean, happens. It, if it's, uh, if it's just like a momentary interruption, like, like a dog barking or something in the background, you can either just put that person on mute and like continue with the game and bring them back up to speed where, when their situation has been dealt with, or you can just pause the game temporarily, have a bit of a chat with your players, find out how they think it's going so far. You know, just have a bit of a general chit chat. Once the situation's resolved, you can pick up, pick up the game again. So, point six: choose a game that's easy to run or that all your group has access to. And we touched on this a bit earlier. It's certainly possible to run more complex games online. And if your group are already familiar with the game you're going to be playing grand that might work fine for you but if you start in a new game online your players need to either have access to the books and be willing to do that reading or you need to choose a system that isn't as complex unless your players like that sort of thing you know your mileage may vary yeah this is the main reason that i switched my game from the modifius system to fate because fate's yeah. a very simple system and you don't have to wait around for all the dice rolling and number crunching with that system yeah, and I mean, my thinking here is that, um, obviously, as we've said, you're going to have technical problems. The, the pace online is a bit slower anyway. And there's going to be other factors that are already sort of like tripping into your actual gaming time. So anything else that might do so, like explaining a complex system or something like that, should be minimised. Because let's face it, you want to spend as much time gaming as possible and having fun. Okay, so point seven don't feel that you have to record or share your games. Now, whilst many people, myself included, who game online choose to record their sessions and share them on things like Twitch or YouTube, do not feel that you have to do this. The point of getting together with your group online to carry on gaming is to have fun, not to make a TV show. There's there's a whole load of different considerations that come into play. If you do want to broadcast your game, you know, what platform you want to use, hardware requirements, stuff like that. And whilst publishing sessions can be useful and very rewarding, it's really not a necessity. Also, at least your first half dozen sessions are not going to be worth broadcasting because there's going to be a lot of getting over those kind of technical issues. Yeah. So focus yeah. on running a good game online. And then if you are running a good game online and you want the additional challenge of recording it, editing it, uploading it, managing those YouTube accounts, which you've got a good game, then talk to your players about possibly doing that. But yeah. don't go in expecting to come out with like a massive YouTube channel from doing this. It's not going to happen. Quite true, quite true. <laughs> And this brings us neatly on to point eight, which is to start simple and build up. So if you're carrying on with a long-running game and you're just taking it online, this might not be applicable to you. But if you're running a game online for the first time, you'll have a lot of additional stuff to deal with compared to just getting together with your friends face-to-face. -face. So make it as easy on yourself as possible. Have your first adventure online be a fairly simple one. You know, just dip your toe in the water. Allow everyone, including yourself, to get used to the format. You can always expand on your story later. Don't try and run a whole world-shaking campaign from the get-go. Start with a simple adventure or premise and then elaborate on it as you become more comfortable with running online. Absolutely. Um, there are a lot of simple things that you can still do as a GM that do add to your game. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to stop you using miniatures for visuals. You just need to hold them up to the camera. 
plus Google image search has got a hell of a lot more miniatures than you have. Yeah, I mean, even if you even if you've, you're not using like Roll Twenty or something like that, there's numerous different ways, like, like Google Docs, and very simple ways that you can share images, pictures, stuff like that with your players to just sort of add an extra element to your game. It's, it's definitely an advantage. It's one that I use quite a lot because obviously there's access to Memory Alpha online, so I can just post a link into the chat for whatever video chat we're using or if it comes down to that because of technical issues I can post a link into a Facebook chat with the player group yeah exactly add things last session in my game I had two Ferengi as like guest villains and the two players spent a huge amount of the game sending little quotes from the books of rules of acquisition to each other on a private chat so that they could keep their little like schemes going without the other players knowing about it. That's quite a good use of doing an online game. Indeed. Okay, so point nine. Schedule a bathroom break and try and stick to your scheduled start and end times. Now, if you're running a longer session, I mean, I personally, I generally run for about four hours online, then let the players know there's going to be a break in the middle of the session for people to refresh their drinks, go to the bathroom, etc., especially important at the moment people are going to need to go and check on family members let the yeah of course all that kind of stuff but even without this situation it still helps keep a rhythm to your game and it means that if you know that there's going to be a break in about half an hour you'll hold on to do whatever that little thing is that you've suddenly remembered you need to do Whereas if the players aren't expecting a break and they suddenly remember something they need to do, they're going to just get up and go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> and one other thing about these breaks is you'll inevitably find yourself at a point in time when like, there's you and like a couple of the players and you're waiting for someone else to come back to the table. Use this time to just have a bit of a chat with your players, You know, check how they're doing in their everyday life if you don't see them regularly, which can, is a struggle at the minute. I mean, also, you can check how they think the game's going, you know, whether they're having any issues, stuff like that. So even this time when you're waiting, it's not like you're actually wasting it. You can, you can catch up and you can have those bits of conversation that you don't want to impinge on your actual game. Yep. And finally, number 10, be honest about any issues that you as the GM are having. If you're just starting gaming online, there'll be odd times when you will need to check something or pause the game to look something up in a book or sort out an issue. Just be honest with your players and tell them that there's going to be a short pause where you look something up or you consider something. Most players are there to have fun and they'll be understanding if the GM needs to take a moment. We're all gamers. We all know what's going on. If your players know that it's the first time you're running a game online, they're going to be very forgiving. If it's the first time they've played a game online, you're going to need to be forgiving with them. Yeah, definitely. And everybody looks after each other, and we all get to have a fun game online instead of panicking about what's going on outside. That's it, exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, you're getting together to with your friends to, to have fun and to, uh, as a way of sort of like continuing sort of as normally as you can with, with everything that's going on at the minute. So there are top are our top 10 tips for gaming online. 
we hope that you'll find them useful that you all stay safe and that you continue gaming and having fun with your friends and all of these wonderful rpgs and entertainments that are available we hope you've enjoyed that episode. If you want to get in touch with us, you can drop us an email. The address is rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to leave us a voicemail message, you can head over to our page on speakpipe.com and that will allow you to leave a 90-second voicemail. And you might even be featured in a future show. There's a link to this included in the show notes, as well as a link to our website and other places where you can contact us. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you soon.